Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Listen up. Bet Online, they're our partners, and they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including early NFL futures, Major League Baseball, the fights, and a heck of a lot more, golf and horse racing, you name it. Join up now with Bet Online. You can get 50% off. That's right. You get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, as you use your mobile device or the website to get started. You get the bonus, you get the action, and you jump on board with Bet Online where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. This is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and more. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You can hit me on Twitter as well, at Mike L Sports, and subscribe to my sports channel on YouTube, which is also under Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward and I do want to throw out a big thank you to our associate sponsors Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare and the Syracuse Fitness Store. If you are in and around Central New York get on over to the Syracuse Fitness Store, Erie Boulevard. They've got the top-notch workout equipment for you from ellipticals to bikes, free weights and uh, a lot of workout mats and a heck of a lot more in between at the Syracuse Fitness Store, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. I wanted to kind of dive in here as I record this Um, the first half of the Major League Baseball season is winding down, all-star break, etc. And I just kind of wanted to focus on some second-half storylines, you know, as far as uh, what to look for, um, you know, things that I have my eye on. Um, I think there's a lot of storylines from the first half that really nobody in, in their right mind could have, you know, could have predict, predicted. Um, the Mets, I'm just going to rip through a few of them. I mean, the Mets, let's face it, they have not had a fully healthy roster, and yet they're one of the best teams in all of baseball. You know, I don't think anybody thought that that could be possible. Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, et cetera, right? Um, the Yankees have been on a historic clip <clears throat> to the point where we're bringing up arguably the best team of all time in the 27 Yankees led by Ruth and Garrick, right? Um, I don't think that they'll keep that up in the second half and more on the Yankees in a moment. Um, the Astros, <laughs> are you kidding me? With Jeremy Pena right now, who's a legitimate rookie of the year candidate in, 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 in the young shortstop. I mean, that, he has just had an unbelievable year. And Carlos Correa, I mean, a lot of the drama in that offseason for Houston revolved around Correa. You know, and if they lose him, what are they going to do? Well, then you had Correa signing with the Twins, 
the drama kind of ratchets up a little bit, right? Because it's Minnesota. What are you, what are you kidding me here? It's a smaller market. And Cray is having a good year with the Twins. He's fine. And he's been really, I think, on a tear, you know, in, in the month of July. Um, the Astros have a legitimate rookie of the year candidate in Pena and a guy who was putting up equal numbers. And they knew he could play defense, but his offense has been unbelievable. And second best overall record in the American League. And they have a clear look, a clear inside track to a first round playoff buy. There's no question about that. Um, you know, there's a bunch more. I mean, the White Sox, I did a video on them a few days ago. They've been super disappointing. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the Cardinals are really, I mean, they're led by Paul Goldschmidt, clearly, and Nolan Arenado, two great guys. I always thought that they were underappreciated in their old homes of Arizona and Colorado, respectively, and Tommy Edmonds has been amazing. I mean, it, you know, they, they've gotten some career years from, um, from those guys, and yet they're still, you know, kind of the team that doesn't look to be the best. I'm stunned at the the, the production of Juan Soto. Um, as I record this, Chris Bryant has one home run. Shohei Otani has been ridiculous. Um, the Angels are worse, and yet he's better, both at the plate and on the mound. So those are some things that maybe a lot of us didn't expect. Um, you know, I would also tell you that I am also surprised at two other things. The Baltimore Orioles have surprised the hell out of me. They're six games under 500. That is not bad. They were in a stretch there where they were, I think they won, what, 14 or 15 out of 23. Listen, this is a team that routinely loses 100, 110 games. This is a team that still has a minus 24 run differential. Six games under 500 as I record this. If you're an Orioles fan, you got to take that. They're playing hard. They have a nice young roster. They've got, you know, Mullins playing well. They've got Adley Rutschman. They've got some other players, you know, really, really giving it their all. Um, I'm, I'm, very, I'm stunned at, at, at how well they've played. Um, I will also mention that I didn't expect the San Francisco Giants to be equal to last year. They kind of, you know, came out surprised us, won the division, 100 games, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't expect them to be a 500 team. I thought they'd be just a little bit better than that. Um, and then other than that, I mean, I think we're kind of, everything was pretty predictable, right? Like the only reason to go to the ballpark for the Miami Marlins is Sandy Alcantara. Uh, um, the Phillies are a mediocre disaster. Harper's hurt again. Uh, the, the NL Central is weak overall, led by the Brewers. Um, you know, the Dodgers are the king of the NL West and probably the National League. The Mets aren't that far behind. The Braves aren't that far behind. Um, Houston's unbelievable. The Yankees have been unbelievable. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of, you know, if they can keep that clip up and get to, uh, you know, the World Series for the first time since 2009. So let's get to second half storylines. Um, what I'm looking at here, I'm just going to kind of go division by division and, and and seeing, you know, what what to look for here. I'm wondering if the Toronto Blue Jays, this is a young and up-and-coming team, a team that many people crowned division champions, right, before, you know, the season started. Um, you know, they have a, a, a huge, just a great nucleus with, you know, Springer and Bichette and uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. and other players in there like Guriel and Hernandez and company. Uh, Springer's a terrific player. He's been battle-tested in October. Um, this is a really good team. We know that. Um, you know, as long as Alec Manoa and they get, you know, consistent pitching, Toronto should be a playoff team. I picked all four teams, not Baltimore, but all four above them to make the playoffs. And as I record this right now, um, you know, if you've been following along with uh, with the situation here, they've added a playoff team 
to the mix because why not? You know, let's just keep handing out 10th place trophies. Um, if the season ended as I record this, I would be spot on. All four AL East teams would make it. The Yankees would be the one seed. Houston would be the second seed. The Twins would be the third seed. Uh, the Yankees and Houston would get first-round buys. Um, and then what you'd have is you'd have Minnesota playing Toronto. Uh, that's the 3-6. And then the 4-5 Boston-Tampa Bay. And they play not a one-game playoff, right? Like the old wild-card format. They play a best-of-three this year, which I like way better considering that you're playing 162 games. So I guess if I had to pick one positive out of the extra team in the postseason – it's that we're not getting the one-game face-off because that is the most absurd thing you could ever do. Baseball is not the NFL. You play 162 games. You're playing every day. It's the grind. It's the dog days of August. You should not have it come down to one game. That is absolutely absurd. If anything, I would have rather had them kept just one wild-card team, right? I mean, really, if you want to do it that way, and then you could just play your best of fives right out of the shoot in the ALDS. You don't have to worry about it. But what they're doing is more games, more markets, more fan interest equals cha-ching, okay, more money at the box office. That's the, <laughs> that's the idea with everything these days. And so, um, you know, I, I, think, I think this would be a pretty good playoff, though. I mean, those are clearly the six best teams. Um, I'm also looking to see, though, if, you know, in that central with Minnesota – you know, can 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 kind of keep at that historic clip. I mentioned the White Sox having a bad first half. I, I think they have a run in them. I, I just think they're too talented. Um, they're obviously managed by Tony Larusa, a guy I can't stand, but you know his credentials speak for them for, for themselves. Um, again, Yankees with a historic clip. One of the big things with the Yankees, though, is you know the pitching has been absolutely unbelievable for them. Now, I heard Joel Sherman on his podcast, the show with John Heyman, say. Wow, the Yankees have five guys with a hundred ten, a one ten ERA plus. I couldn't care less. Um, I couldn't care less what ERA plus means. Okay, what 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 I care about is when I watch uh, not too long ago, Jamison Tyone, you know, give up five runs and barely give. You know, he doesn't give his team really a close. I mean, a close chance to win. He's got to, you know, they've got to come back and all the rest. The pitching has slowed down. Nestor Cortez has had a couple of bad starts. He did have a rebound start. Um, you know, uh, the pitching staff has looked human um, compared to where it was. Jordan Montgomery as well. I don't need any analytics. I don't need ERA plus. I don't need spin rate, spin zone. I don't need any of that crap. All I need to do is watch the games. And if you're giving up five runs in the first few innings, you're not helping your team, right? I mean, that's that's a fact, okay? And so I'm wondering if the Yankees, I think the offense will keep it going. You know, I, th I think the offense is good enough to keep at this clip. Um, defensively, I don't see a lot changing. The bullpen will need to be rested. How do you rest the bullpen? What's the best protection? Better and deeper starting pitching, which we've seen the Yankees do this year compared to other years because they went to, you know, Matt Blake and Aaron Boone and company and said, hey, you know, we'd love to be able to, you know, pitch deeper into games. They listen. Uh, as I record this, the Yankees uh, are 34-9 and nine at home. They have a plus 159 run differential. I think, honestly that the Yankees need to get home field advantage to make the World Series. I think that Houston is going to be a major problem, a major thorn in their side. We've already seen what the Yankees have, you know, have had to do to just get wins against Houston. You know, they split at home, but the two that the Yankees had were, were walk-off wins over Houston, you know, and, and having to come back as well. Um, 
you know, they've got a really, really, really big game. Uh, a doubleheader, excuse me, against Houston coming up here on Thursday, July 21st. You know, if you if you if you rewind the clock a little bit back, um, you know, you'll know that um, this team, um, you know, split at home. Then they play the one game uh, at Houston on June 30th. Um, you know, the Astros have had their number anyway, right? I mean, across the board. I mean, they've had their number in the postseason and the regular season. Uh, the Yankees pitching is not equal to the Houston Astros. I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care what the records are. They're not equal. Trust me, Framber Valdez, Luis Garcia, Urquidy, uh, uh, Justin Verlander leading the way. That team has better starting pitching. I would give the edge very slightly to the Yankee bullpen. I think the Houston bullpen can be had, but you have to put a dent in the starters in order to get there, of course. That's a really hard, uh, a really hard thing to do. Um, Houston is going to be a major, major problem. Um, now, I think Houston can win on their own. I think the Yankees can win on their own. I just think, though, with the confidence that the Yankees have playing at home and the short porch and working through it and the Yankee fans being starving to get back to the World Series, I think home field advantage would be an absolute uh, must for New York to get back. So, again, can the Yankees keep up this clip? Can four teams make it out of the AL East? Um, you know, can Minnesota hold on? I see a run coming in the White Sox. Um you know, other storylines, I mentioned the Astros quite a bit. Seattle has been coming on here a little bit the last couple of weeks or one game under 500. Um, you know, what kind of years will Trout and Otani end up with statistically? They will not make the postseason because, well, that's what the Angels do. And then as far as the National League goes, I'm looking for, you know, the storyline being clearly the Mets and Braves. I think race will be the top storyline. I think the Dodgers probably nip the Padres by three or four games, especially when Tatis comes back all the way. I think the Padres are a really nice club, though. They've got awesome starting pitching, Musgrove and company, Snell. Uh, they got a lot of guys. Their bullpen's been pretty good. The order has been hitting like crazy. Machado's a star. Um, the NL Central, I, I, don't, I see it as a Brewers-Cardinal situation. And as I record this, when you have a look at the wildcard standings, um, the uh, National League uh, has Atlanta and San Diego and Philly. And then St. Louis is right, you know, they're, they're even with Philly, but they're, they're one game down in the loss column, but they have one more win. But so mathematically, it's still Philly there. But look, when you play 162 games, who will it be? San Francisco still hanging around, Miami. And again, that's what that extra wild card does. It adds in teams that are mediocre or below. Um, after Miami, there's really nobody who I could see challenging. Uh, Washington's done, Reds are done, Cubs, Pirates, Rockies, and Diamondbacks uh, not, not, not there. Uh, but Miami's a, a solid, and, and I probably didn't do them um, a, enough favors <laughs> and, and give them enough compliments earlier about you know just how you know dominant um, you know how dominant El has been, and the only reason being you know him being the only reason why you go to the ballpark. I would tell you that that's probably wrong because Miami is a uh, on occasion they are a fun, fast, athletic team. Uh, and that has gotten them to where they are. Um, and so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a big, big race in the National League. Um, but I would expect, like the American League, all of these teams, if not, well, five or six of these teams, if not all of these teams, making the postseason how it is right now. And I would actually give St. Louis the edge over Philadelphia, just because I don't trust Philadelphia to stay consistent, and the Redbirds always find a way, and... Right now, 
even though they're down and they need a big second half to stay in, in the playoff picture, um, I would tell you that, you know, with Goldschmidt, Arenado, and, uh, and, and Edmund, I, I don't, I don't want to bet against those dudes at all. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. A second half storylines will be, you know, uh, also New York Mets centric in terms of Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom. Um, them getting, you know, some starts and, and, and look, if they're back, they probably are the favorite here to win the NL East. Um, but it's going to be interesting. You know, they got to stay healthy. Max Fried has looked like the best pitcher in baseball for Atlanta. We know that they have Morton. We know that they have Ian Anderson. Um, the Atlanta Braves are a championship pedigree type team. This is a team that went through it last year. They won the World Series without Ronald Acuna Jr. He is now back and he is a great player. Uh, they've got, you know, Matt Olson's kicking ass. Uh, Dansby Swanson's been fantastic. Um, you know, I've I've actually really been impressed with William Contreras, Wilson's brother, at the same position of catcher, and then Travis Darno, who has been great at 264 and two, uh, 267, 264 uh, respectively. But they've combined for 21 home runs as I record this, and they have um, you know combined for uh, for uh, almost 100 hits and and um, let's see, 20 you know almost 60 RBI. I mean, you get that from your catcher position. That's that's phenomenal. Um, you know, Marcelo Zuna is is a guy who has a low average, but he still provides some pop. They have a really really good lineup, and this is you know, Okuna's had a nice year. He hasn't had an overwhelming year. Um, you know, if he gets going and all the other guys keep it going, I I, I the Braves are going to be really hard to stop. They're going to be really hard to stop. And you put all that lineup uh, production with the pitching that I mentioned. You know, Charlie Morton, Max Freedy, and Anderson. Look at Kyle Wright's been really good. Um, they've got some players, man. They've got some pitchers. They've got some bullpen guys. They've got a great lineup. This is a very, very tough team, and they're the defending champs, and I wouldn't bet against them uh, in the postseason. I do think the Dodgers are probably a smidge better right now. I think the Mets are a smidge better, and that's even without Scherzer and DeGrom. Um, if they get those guys back, I would put them two smidges head, ahead of them, uh, but Atlanta is going to be a very, very, very difficult out without question, and of course, the other part to think about here with the second half will be the uh, Oakland A's situation. Are they staying? Are they going? Right? I mean, those those talks are heating up as well. Uh, you know, a possible move to Vegas um, and also the Aaron Judge contract situation in New York. So those are some things to look for in the second half of the Major League Baseball season. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. And, uh, you know, look, I, I think that the second half – uh, should pro- should provide some more drama, should provide more fireworks. Um, this is going to be, uh, you know, a heck of a stretch run here. It always is. Um, in a dream world, obviously, with me being a Yankee guy, I'd, I'd like to see the Yankees make the World Series and face, like, the Brewers. I think that would be a cool World Series. Um, Brewers fans really do deserve it. Um, you know, I think that Milwaukee... Uh, they're they're one of these teams that um, baseball. I, I think they're an underrated market. I've seen uh, um, a playoff game in at Miller uh, Park. Um, you know they're a really really fun club. They have a great logo, great colors. Um, you know Milwaukee's a terrific city, um, but they have not made the World Series since 1982. I mean that's a long, long time ago. I mean that is 39 years ago. I was three years old, and. It'd be cool to see him get in, you know. It really would be. So, uh, I'm pulling for the Brewers. Uh, I'm pulling for great storylines. I'm pulling for the Yankees to win the division, get home field. Um, I'm pulling for the Angels to make the postseason because I want to see Otani and Trout. And by the way, if I'm showing Otani, I say peace out to that team. I mean, I'm serious. He's up in a year and a half anyway. 
And if he stays healthy and he stays consistent at both the plate and on the mound, I can't imagine the money that he's going to command. Even at the age of 30 years old, Shohei Otani will get a monstrous contract. I don't think there's any question about it. He will get, I mean, somebody's going to overpay for uh, Shohei Otani. There is no doubt in my mind, even when his contract runs out and you look at the wear and tear on Shohei Otani, you look at the fact that he pitches and he hits, you look at the fact that he will be 30 just about years old when he is a free agent, somebody's still going to pay for him. I mean, somebody's going to do it, whether it's the Giants or the Dodgers or maybe the Cubs reshape their franchise with Shohei at the center of it. Somebody will, the Yankees, somebody will buck up, especially if the Yankees don't sign Aaron Judge. What happens if Shohei Otani you know, takes a ton of money uh, for less years and then has another contract he wants to resign? You know, would somebody give him four years and $50 million a year? You're damn right they would because he's going to provide you a chance to win every fifth day and then he's going to provide you with MVP numbers, possibly at the plate as well. Those things can help a lot of teams in Major League Baseball. Who will shell out the dough? We'll wait and see. He also could stay uh, with the Angels, but I will tell you right now that the Angels are a place that I wouldn't want to be. Mike Trout, $400 million contract. He said he trusted the franchise, this and that. We're going in the right direction. He's full of crap. The Angels have no idea what they're doing, and they just cannot ever win and get to the playoffs. Mike Trout made a mistake by signing with them. It was straight up about the money. He should have just admitted that, just like everybody should admit it as you know, athletes and performers and uh, you know, uh, 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 movie stars and all the rest. He should should have gotten out of there, and Shohei uh, has a chance to. Uh, and you know what? Maybe the Angels put him on the trade market if they don't want to pay him, and they get just a, an unbelievable host of uh, prospects and they try to build it that way through Mike Trout and company, maybe, maybe that would work. I don't know, but the Angels right now are a, um, are a train wreck, and they are, uh, you know, they're, 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 they couldn't find water if they were in a boat. I mean, this, this franchise just cannot get to the postseason with arguably the two best players in Major League Baseball. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Welch & Company Jewelers, and Ken's Auto Detailing, Route 11 and Cicero, if you're in and around Central New York, go get your vehicle detail, whether it's a motorcycle, a car, a van, a truck, you name it, you can get it done at Ken's Auto Detailing, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform, as well as Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, Camillus Golf Club, and... Rosie's Corner, pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. Get on over to Rosie's if you're in and around Central New York, right in front of the Brewton Bridge, Route 11, off the Bartell Road exit, Fish Friday each and every week with the uh, awesome sides, mac and cheese, coleslaw, and french fries. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and as I always tell you, Enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's it's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.